Holy moly, we have so much to catch up on. Welcome back to Busy Making Other Plans, everyone. Uh, it has been some time. I have missed uh, being back on the mic. And uh, honestly, it's been a really good time for Toronto these days. Um, the Raptors game was playing on the big screen last night. I believe last week was their first game. But it was really nice to see. So, like, I... Okay, this is how I feel. I think I have a love-hate relationship with uh, game nights. And the reason I say that is because, yes, I love the energy. I love looking down, seeing all the people, the fact that I can just go downstairs and, you know, plans made. I already have plans to just chill and, and be around positive energy. But last night I also went for a run and it was so difficult to run on the sidewalk with everyone walking in the opposite direction and like i know running in toronto in general like you it's it's a different experience than the suburbs like you have so many more people and you have to dodge them and then there's so many street lights and i already know that like running in toronto is is just like an obstacle of course in itself but like this was so much more challenging that i ended up just like running on the road which is like not safe for me um i'm just i'm clumsy i don't see where i'm going someone could hit me but anyways so that's that's what went down last night i uh, managed to not hit a person but it was a lot of dodging so i would say my footwork my footwork is uh is what's gonna be be um improving throughout this next season so maybe maybe i should actually be happy about it you know like good uh what's it called agility yeah it's good to have agility you know it reduces the likelihood of injury anyway so that's kind of how i uh, that's how i feel about game nights now that they're back and they're playing it on the big screen uh in other news uh, I almost bought a condo with my dad the other week um that's right so as you guys know, I really do want to buy my own place. Um, not necessarily for me to live in. It could just be like a rental property. I haven't like thought about that deeply yet, but I was walking, um, back from coffee with a friend one weekend. Like I think it was like not last weekend or the weekend app before that. Anyways, unimportant. And I saw the sales center office and I thought I would just pop in because you know i i'm interested like maybe i can't buy a house or a condo right now but maybe next year and like pre-construction like that's five or six years away so i was like what the hell let me go in uh and so i went in and like i talked to the sales representative just about like the payment structure uh and the units and it was going really well and the location was like awesome it was on king uh, and so I was like, you know what, like, let me, let me call my dad, um, just because he's a realtor and like, he knows a lot more. So I was like, okay, let me call him. Like, this seems like something I'm interested in, but like, let's, let's get us both here. So he happened to be in Liberty village. So he came by shortly and, um, and then we were talking and stuff and like, here's the thing. I... I cannot afford a pre-construction condo by myself right now. It's not, no, it's not happening. Um, I could in like a year maybe, uh, but not for right now. And just like with the payment terms, like you'd have to pay upfront, then six months, then a year and a year and a half. That's just how it goes. And so my dad like saw the unit I was interested in and he was like, well, I can afford this. Like, why don't I uh, do this, uh, with you. And I was like, oh, um, like, I guess I've, I've always kind of wanted to do it myself, but sure. Like it would make the most sense. Cause like, 
I would be able to get it anyway. So he was like, yeah, like, let's do this together. So like we um, were talking about it, but we did want to change the terms of the payment structure. Uh, We were able to negotiate something lower, but it wasn't as low as it would like need to be because like ultimately, like I said, I wanted to do this like on my own. And so that would mean like the last payment, um, I like the end, like I wanted that to be me. And so anyways, we couldn't come to terms with something that was comfortable for like what I could pay. And like, it didn't work out, but I loved that I had that experience because now I feel way more comfortable going into like a sales office for like a pre-construction unit and just having a conversation and like knowing what, everything is about and what everything means and the right questions. So like that was really good. And so now I feel like I'm just on the lookout. So on weekends, I'm going to be walking around seeing if there's any pre-construction coming. Um, and like, it's not recommended for home buyers, uh, just because it's like five or six years away. And like, you have to put like, um, more money down than like the 5%. But if I have like the support of my father, like that is why like I would pursue that. Not everyone has that, but like in, in the spirit of transparency, you know, in the spirit of transparency, just, just know that, but I do still want to ultimately buy my own place. So I'm, I'm still going to try for that first. So that was exciting. Um, so for those of you who have seen my Instagram story, you would know that I am going to Turkey and I am so excited. Um, I'm going with my dad. So I'm going to be super safe. Um, most of you might not know this, but I am scared of getting kidnapped. Uh, I don't want to be human trafficked. And um, that's actually partially why I wanted to go to boxing. Actually, I went for bo- to boxing mainly for like the fitness piece, but like I really wanted to go. Like I was motivated to go because I'm like, I need to protect myself. Like I am a tiny woman. And so um, I'm really excited for Turkey. Yes, I know that like it is a fairly safe country. It is part of the EU, um, but uh, but you just never know, right? Because it's like the gateway between Asia and Europe and like you just, there's bad people everywhere. So anyways, I'm just trying to, what I'm saying is I don't want to get kidnapped. I'm with my father, but what I realized is I need to do more. I need to be extra safe. I need to take precautions so that if I was ever in an altercation, I could get out of there. Uh, And this past weekend when I was home, my dad and I were on a hike as we usually do uh, on the mornings when I'm uh, back home visiting. And I was like telling, talking to him about Turkey. And I was like saying like, you know what? Like, uh, this is going to be so fun. Don't worry about me. Like I, I will be super safe. Like I know how to box. I can, I can punch someone. And he was like, no, no, no. You have never punched someone. You have like practiced on bags, but like you don't spar. And I was like, okay, so like, I know the moves, like whatever, I'll be, I'll be okay. And so he basically started going like on this tangent about how I need to practice self-defense. It's so important as a woman, like, and, and saying like, you know, all, all high school should be teaching self-defense, like all throughout for women, especially. And I totally agree. But then he was like saying like, you know what, like if someone were to attack you right now, like what would you do? And, um, I was like, Oh, like, let me, let me show you. And so I go into my boxing stance and I go to punch him. I do like a uh, left hook and he blocks it. And then I go in with like an uppercut and he blocks it. And then I do like a combination. So I do, um, a jab straight hook 
and he blocks it all. Not even just blocks it. He grabs my arm and he takes his opposite arm, his other arm, and like the palm of his hand and he pushes it up towards my chin. So he literally like disabled me by like holding one arm and then using his his open his um free arm to just like push my chin up so that like I would be disoriented and I was like whoa whoa and like I started like smiling and laughing at the same time because I'm like what the fuck is this are you some samurai that I just I didn't you have this second life that I didn't know about what what is happening and so Uh, He always told me that growing up, he took mixed martial arts, boxing, kung fu. um, But like that would have been at least 30 years ago, you know, before he even came to Canada. And so I was a little shook. I'm like, holy shit, you still remember all of those things? And he was like, of course. Um, He's like, I'm a little rusty because it's been a long time, but I remember it all. He's like, it's very important to know. And so I was like, oh my God, uh, okay, I guess I should learn too. And so we literally spent like the next like 30 minutes in the forest, just like going over like some self-defense moves, like what to do when you're in a headlock or uh, if someone grabs both of your wrists and like he would like show me like really cool tricks. And I was like, this is so fun. What the fuck? I told him like, daddy, you are so much cooler now like so much cooler and um like it's so funny because he told me the best teacher was probably the street fighting he did when he was young because he was poor so he lived in a rough area um and then also he joined like the military when he was when he was young as well so he said that was also good training so me wanting to emulate my father and also just because i don't want to get kidnapped and i'm obsessed with being a boss ass bitch uh have decided to take up mixed martial arts and so i'm going to this new gym it's actually really close by so like i have no excuse and they teach krav maga and muay thai and there's also like a woman's self-defense course and i'm like so excited because i'm like look like i am about to be lethal like try me bitch try me i mean okay that kind of goes against like the values the idea is like to never get into this situation but like try me I am going to be unstoppable. Okay, hear me out. In a year from now, I want to be able to take down a man. That's what I want. Um, Sure, we could say it's a power move, but we could also say it's so that I can reassure myself that I will be safe in a foreign country and that if someone tried to kidnap me, I could get out of there quickly. And here's the thing, guys kidnappers want easy targets okay so like if you're putting up a fight like it's just it's not worth it to them anymore actually it's part of why like when i walk past like sketchy people i just i try to like take up space and like i look forward maybe even like a glance in their direction just so they know i'm not scared i don't like hide with my face in my phone because then just like it looks like i'm i'm nervous and 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 scared so i always i do that anyway so Here's hoping that I meet that goal next year. Gonna try it out. Um, In the meantime, I'm just gonna try and get as much practice as I can before I go to Turkey. I'm acting like I'm going into a war zone. Turkey is actually very safe and it's very beautiful. I'm very excited to take photos Um, and also just like go to the spice market and just try all the food. Uh, But you just, you never know when you're in a different country. You never know. Okay, so let's move on to the topic of this week's episode, which is how to be confident in yourself. I'm not trying to say that 
I am the most confident person and therefore should be giving this advice. But I kind of am. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I am, a, I'm very confident in myself, very sure of myself in a very healthy way. I don't think we should be afraid to say that. Um, but I am confident because I've been picked on throughout my entire childhood. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I was popular from grades six to seven. And, you know, I did have a pretty ideal high school experience. But, like, kids are also mean. Friends are also mean. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be one person constantly picking on you to be classified as bullying. Like, it can be just being teased about the same thing by different people. Because, like, those are real emotions you feel. And so, you know, growing up, um, you know, I had the choice. Either, you know, be confident or just at least show I wasn't weak or just take it. And I had a very tough love dad, so... um, Truthfully, it's probably why I have so many walls up because uh, he always just told me to be really strong and like don't let other people know how you're feeling. Um, and, and now I have to do the work to bring those walls down. But um, yeah, that was kind of just kind of how I felt. And um, a few things like I can say that I was like teased about was, you know, number one, my hair. My hair was was poofy and fluffy and um, I dyed it blonde, which made it worse. I remember like this boy saying I look like Chucky's wife when I got bangs and my hair just wasn't nice because like I thought I had to straighten it um, to be like the other girls and like that would damage it and it would never be as straight as someone with naturally straight hair. So it was a disaster. Um, obviously not the case now. I fucking love my curls, but back then I didn't. And, um, you know me, like I am Persian, which means that I have the hairy genes. So I would be teased on for being so hairy. Like I had to shave, start shaving, like when I was in grade four or five. Um, and the same boy who called me Chucky's butt wife was also called me like gorilla. Oh my gosh. Like this person is a terrible person. It's terrible. He really does not know how he scarred me. Uh, but you know what? Like, that's the thing. Like when you're a kid, like if you're, if you don't look like everyone else, like you're going to get teased. Um, and so that was something that I would get teased about. So first and foremost, I think like the key to just being confident and sure of yourself, especially in times of difficulty is to surround yourself with a good support system. Like that is everything. Um, you know, Anya, my roommate, my best friend, we've been best friends since we were in grade, like, like, I don't know, grade six or seven. And that's a similar story with my other best friends. And, you know, I met a few amazing friends at uni. I'm going to emphasize a few, um, who are like sisters to me. And it, it just, it makes all the difference when you're going through a difficult time because you're reminded of like all the love you have and like the people whose opinions really matter. Um, so if you don't have that or, you know, you have friends, but you don't know if they want the best for you, really start looking into that because you don't want to surround yourself with people who aren't cheering for you when you have wins. Um, you want to be with people who always are lifting you up and who aren't talking shit about other people, like, because what are they saying about you? Like, I remember Annie and I went for dinner um, a few weeks ago, and we bumped into these two girls from high school. And, um, you know, we hadn't seen them in a while. Um, so, you know, we just talked a little bit. It was hard to, it's hard to catch up with someone when you haven't seen them for so long, because you're like, I don't even know what to, like, ask you. Um, but, like, suddenly, like, one of them had brought up this other girl we went to high school with, and was just talking about, like, oh, like, how much work she has had done, and, like she's like she has no shame about it and like yeah like 
um you know i don't think anyone like talks to her anymore and then like hanya was like wait aren't you guys friends and she was like yeah we are and i'm like looking at her like um okay so that's how you talk about your friend uh interesting good to know um and i just like i felt sad about the situation like i didn't I don't know. I feel like when you're like in a position where, you know, you're very content with the life you've created because you've tried to make it so healthy, when you see things like that, it just, it makes you feel sad because I'm like, that's your friend. You should treat her with more respect and not talk about her. Or like, if you're talking about her, like, are you really friends? And like, that's unfortunate. No matter how I feel about that person you're talking about, like, it's just like, no, like, I don't think you're a true friend. Like, it looks really bad on you as well. So if you're like around people like that, Like, start getting around people who, you know, have better morals, people who um, truly see the good in others. So, like, a a good support system is so key because, like, you don't want to go to someone who's just going to make you feel more insecure, right? Um, I would also say that when you want to be this confident person, you have to portray that. You know how they say, like, dress for the job you want? Like, act like the person you want to be, you know, start developing those habits. So for me, like I want to portray power. So I take up space. It means like, I'm not crossing my arms all the time. Like I have my arms down. I'm not looking at my phone always when I'm with someone, like I talk in a mature tone. Um, I make eye contact, things like that, because like, those are things, those are cues that people notice and it makes them, it makes you look like very sure of yourself, I would say, but like also like, It just gives you this like persona of someone who's powerful, eloquent, things that are things that are like associated with being a confident person. Something super important and was like such a made such a difference in my life is learning to enjoy your own company and just being comfortable and content doing things alone. Like that is a type of peace that makes you feel so independent when you know how to do that because like if you are someone who just like cannot go to a coffee shop and sit there by themselves or go shopping alone um or just like you know be home and and not feel like you need to have other people over if you feel like you're not there yet then that is something you need to practice because okay this is how i feel Let's say you have lived with a roommate for many, many years and you guys do everything together. You just, you don't do anything alone. And then you meet a man and uh, he and you decide to get married and, and move in together. And then you go straight to that. That's not bad. It's not bad. But if you've never had time to really enjoy your own company, how will you ever be independent? Do you know what I'm saying? And like, you don't want to be codependent on this other person. And like, if they have plans, what does it mean for you? Because you don't live with your roommate anymore. You live with your significant other. And if he wants to go see the boys, like you have to go let him, but that means you're going to be alone for the night. So you just don't want to have, and then like, and that that becomes an issue because now you're relying on him or you become nagging because you're like, okay, when are you coming home? And so it creates all these other problems in your marriage. Um, I'm not trying to counsel your relationship right now, but like, I'm just saying there's so many things that can happen if you don't learn to be comfortable in your own company right now. 
And also it's just fun doing things on your own. And like, I just feel like I set the bar so much higher for myself in when it comes to like dating, um, because I'm so comfortable alone. Like I don't, I don't need to be with someone who doesn't have all the traits and qualities I'm looking for, or doesn't treat me a certain way because I will be all right by myself. Um, that's a different story. Like I'm, I'm not looking for someone. I'll probably talk about that in a little bit, but my point is like you need to know yourself and be so sure of yourself that even when you're alone, it doesn't bother you. I'm not saying, you know, don't go out and make friends and, you know, sometimes you do feel like, oh, I do want to be around company, but like you should be comfortable alone. Like if you don't think that you could live by yourself, then you should be working on this. Also, I think this kind of relates to that is like how comfortable are you um, with silence? For instance, like if you're in a conversation with someone, do you feel like you're always the person who has to continue the conversation, hold the convo, um, make sure there's no silent pauses? Maybe you're an extrovert because I feel like extroverts deal with that a lot and you just kind of put that responsibility on yourself. Um, And, you know, I remember years ago I went to therapy because I really struggled with anxiety and like you know seeking validation and and this was one of the things that I really struggled with I felt like I always put the responsibility on me to keep a conversation going with like a group of people and so my therapist like gave me an exercise where he he challenged me to be comfortable with pauses in conversations so like he said you know you should be comfortable with silence and the way you're going to do that is practice silence and conversations. Maybe start with the people you're closest with. So it's more comfortable. So like family, friends, and like, if there is a conversation and it, um, slowly dies down, just let that happen and just enjoy the pause. Just be silent for that time. And the more and more comfortable you get with silence, the less you feel, responsible for leading the conversation because like conversations take two people or or more it's not just on you and I feel like when you're comfortable in silence like it just means that you don't care to continue a conversation that's dying down like why do you need to hold this conversation you're very comfortable with an ending um and that's just like a piece you have within yourself and like it's really hard because I know you don't want to be silent but sometimes just like let it happen and then be on your merry way and I feel like that really helped me in developing like assuredness of myself is that word assuredness certainty let's say certainty in myself Because I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't need to take on this responsibility. I don't want to make myself anxious. I can, like, we don't need to talk. And, like, the final piece of advice I'd give, and this is, you know, for ladies predominantly, is, you know, it's easy to not feel good about yourself when you're single and everyone's in a relationship, Um, especially when men play games or string you along. Like, it's very easy to become insecure because he's making you feel like there's something in your power that you could do to change how he sees you. Um, And so, women, we really need to recognize our self-worth and where that comes from. Because if we don't, if it doesn't come from who we are and from inside us, or for those who are spiritual like me like if you don't realize like your strength and worth comes from god then everything else is just you're going to be strung along and you're going to get carried away in this world and you'll never find true happiness or security because 
you're so worried about what other people think or you have all this self-doubt and like I don't want that for anyone I think self-doubt is just it's it's awful right like we should love who we are and like I I think like what I'm saying is like you know when we when it comes to dating and men um if a guy has already decided like he doesn't want a relationship with you it's not in your control to change. So don't keep trying to get his attention or lower your standards or, um, you know, start doing things just to make him feel good because like now we're lowering our standards and how valuable we see ourselves and the way we look to others because of the things that we're doing and just to please a man that's got his own issues and, and things he needs to work through. Oh no, honey we don't play those games. Okay. And so I think in scenarios, you know, where we're dating and and finding the right partner, we really need to properly screen men before we start anything intimate or anything serious, you know, like you should be asking the right questions like from the jump. And I know like it's scary for some people or like, you know, some girls are of the idea that like, no, like let's just keep it casual. Um, let's have some fun together, hang out. Uh, and we'll see where it goes from there. Or maybe you're someone who only hangs out with a guy whenever he texts you and you don't want to be too pushy because you think it'll, um, push him away (laughs) or just, you don't want to sound too serious because then it'll freak him out. But like, I'm telling you, like, those are not the men that you want to be in relationship with, you know, like we should be properly screening men. Like, what do you want? Uh, what are your values? You know, are, if religion is a big thing for you, like, are you a Christian? Um, do you want kids? Like, I'm not saying throw these all out of him in the beginning. Don't do that. But like, you should be doing it in like your early stages of dating because like, if you don't figure these questions out now, like you might realize that what you want and what he wants doesn't align later. And then you just kind of wasted your time. And also like it just, um, weeds out people who aren't serious. Like, do you really want to date someone who isn't serious? Like if there's just like no chance of relationship or very slim. And you know what? Some girls think like, no, it'll change or he'll, if, if we're the right match, like he'll change his mind. But like, you don't want to be with someone who you have to convince to be with you, okay? There are plenty of men out there who are ready to be in a relationship and put in the work and are like in a point in their lives where they're like, yeah, I really want to settle down. So like, why are you with someone who just isn't there yet? And like, look, um, I know it's easier said than done, but like, I don't think it actually is that hard. I think it's our own fear that and, and what society tells us about dating and like how we should play the game that's like stopping us from doing those things. But like if you truly want a relationship, you need to do this now and you have to do you have to make these healthy habits of screening men properly just to not waste your time. Um, and also because you don't want to diminish your value because like sometimes we get used to something and our standards or expectations go lower than what they should be. And like, that's not, it it doesn't need to be that way. Like I'm telling you, there's so many men in this world. You will find someone who will treat you like a queen, um, or men like your woman who will treat you like a king. (laughs) And it's not, it won't be the guy who leaves you on red for like a week and then suddenly pops up. Like it's not going to be him. And, um, you know, I feel like I want to just like leave you with that, um, one little caveat, you know, people are going to judge you. We're only flesh, but like, it's not, it's not your business what other people think of you. So just like, remember that you shouldn't be seeking 
validation or their opinions. Like the only one that matters is yours. Um, and like, no matter what you do, it's only you who has to live with those consequences, not anyone else. So just do what's right for you. And remember like happiness and real confidence is so achievable. You just need to make really healthy habits, things that are really hard to do. But once you do them enough, like you're so used to feeling so good about yourself and not putting up with bullshit that you never want to go back to that lifestyle. So, you know, stay positive, stay healthy, surround yourself with good people and, um, and love yourself because you are fucking awesome. There's only one of you. So appreciate it, respect it and just live the life you deserve. I think we've had enough wellness I can't speak wellness for the day. Um, I hope I started off on a on a good note for you all. So uh, I'm going to peace on out, uh, get a coffee, and just slay the day. Make sure you subscribe to Busy Making Other Plans. Give it a five star rating, and I will talk to you all later. Bye bye. Scan. Sí, sí.